Um, you know, ooh, cold open. I like it. This is my ASMR. Tom eating an edible. Tom eating an edible. Um, it's not going to get a lot of lessons. <laughs> POV. POV, you're watching me eat a, an edible. It's kind of uncomfortable. To be <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> Have fun sleeping tonight, everybody. Good night. Um, we addressed this last week, Seppi. I don't know where you were. Doing whatever. Yeah, you know. I don't know. He had something to do. Oh, some yeah. event. Some event. Oh. Probably not that important. No, we weren't invited, so it wasn't that important. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's what uh, Dan, you, you priest yet. Um, <laughs> I've realized that I'm getting old, man. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Zeppi and Leah, congratulations on your major beer share last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so the other yesterday, the other day, not yesterday, a couple days ago. Okay. Um, I threw my shoulder out coughing. Cough. Uh, oh wait, did you say coughing or golfing? Cough. Cough. Like <coughs> coughing. Okay. Even worse. Yeah. Go ahead. Threw my shoulder out. <coughs> and I was like, ow. Did you have to do that like uh, lethal weapon thing? Like, you know, when he like dislocates his shoulder? Oh, pop it back in. Just like, ah. No, I had to, <laughs> I was doing these all, all day. Just, oh, oh, man. Just getting old, Tom. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's the little things like that, you know? Uh, you walk like I walk the golf course, and my Achilles hurts for three days. <laughs> it's like, man, where's the where'd the recovery go? And you would think like, you would think we would get less hungover as we grew older. What do you think experience? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I would think like you know. No, I feel like our bodies are breaking down, so it's just harder to recover, man. You would think like your your body would be like, all right, we're doing this again. Well, no, let's prepare. Yeah, we build up that tolerance to like what, like twenty five, twenty six, and now it's just like, I mean, well, probably thirty, and now we're on that downward slope where it just gets harder to wake up every morning if you're gonna drink. I don't even think it's a a downward slope. I think it's like the, uh, I think it's like the uh, Price is Right yodel game. (laughs) (laughs) You started out at eighteen, just going yodel, 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 and you hit thirty, and it was like. But wow. yeah, no, I agree. I mean, sometimes I, I sometimes I just turn my head the wrong way and I'm out for like oh, a week. Yeah, that's uh, that is a bad feeling when you get that tinge right right here, uh, right you behind get your physically ear? assaulted by your pillow the night before. Ugh. You don't know what the pillow did to you, but next morning, it's bad news. Yeah, you're like I've slept like this a, a thousand times, and why? So why today does it feel like somebody hit me in the back with a sledgehammer? You know what it sounds like, Tom? What's it sound like? Sounds like you need a beer. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome back to the greatest show to exist in the history of podcasts. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related, internationally acclaimed, Cindy Crawford approved, podcasts of hops, high fives, and friendship. I'm your host, the crispiest of boys, the, I don't know, Sultan, Sultan of Swag. Sultan of Swag. Ooh, I like that. King of the Crunk. 
I like Sultan. Sultan oh. of uh, Swag's good. I like, I like that. that. And I'm your other host, not changing it yet. Uh, <laughs> Hopmaster General, the Royer's Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's Dan. All right. And uh, guys, you know what year it is. Come on now. Come on. You've been listening to us. Hey, you picked a banger for this episode. Real banger. It's a fringe one. I had to go and check the year, and I was like, it's fringe, it's but fringe, it's worth but it. It's, ooh, it bumps. All right, everybody. Um, it's the uh, the year of the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s hip-hop, and we are the best best friends podcast in the world, and the show starts right now. Feel like this is when the South Philly venom like takes over your body. Oh yeah, and this is what happens. Like <laughs> those are the dance moves when it takes over, right there. Oh yeah, I'm 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 crunk on this hypnotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went down. To, I went down to the corner store. Got me some. Got me a big bottle of hypnotic. Uh, it looks like Tide laundry detergent, but you know it's it's drinkable. Little Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Yeah, it'll get you there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Farm. <laughs> hey, Andy Man's back. Hey, we were just talking about you. Our chat is full of newlyweds. Oh, I know. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, all, all two of them. All two of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Welcome back. Um, let's do this quick. Let's do let's a make quick, it quick one. Let's get Ready? some beer drinking. All right, let's do it. Ready? All right, yeah. everybody. Follow, rate, review. Uh, give us a follow. Uh, hit follow. Unfollow. Uh, follow. Unfollow. Fuck up the algorithm. Fight back at the machine, man. Uh, if you like the podcast, tell your friends about it. Give us a rating. Dan rating? Five-star party. Five-star party. Shoot us a review. Review. Creative. Nice. Mean. Hmm. I don't know. You do. You tell us. You do it. Um, Are you getting this out fast before the edible kicks in? Yeah. <clears throat> um, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, support us. Support the podcast. Give me money. Money me. Money, money now. now. Me, Me a, a money, money needing a lot now. Um, give us money. Donate to the podcast. Uh, it'll help us get new equipment, new road uh, sound or uh, mixing boards out. So I'm hoping that the old one goes down in price. We can get that upgrade. Boom. There we go. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, exactly. that's that'll be made possible for listeners like you, for viewers like you. PBS tote bags and beer are going out. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing that soon for our. We have two donors now. Two, two donors. Two donors. Um, uh, you know, we'll give you beer. We'll sell your kidneys on the black market. We've got some stickers. We've yeah. got we've got some swag that we've accumulated yeah. in our uh, tenure here as a uh, one could say podcasters. one could say we're swag surfing over here, Daniel. <laughs> say it again. We're swag surfing over here. Um, yeah. That was good. So that was good. Uh, <laughs> support us uh, anchor dot com or anchor slash best best friends pod. Slash support. Awesome, guys. And we are part of the Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network is an ever-growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all the other podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Follow them at Hopped Up Network. Who do you think you are? I am. Part of the Hopped Up Network. That's who I am. I'm usually really good at just (laughs) not reading that, but to do it fast, I'm like, shit, I got to speed read this. Oh, I like this. How old is Crispy and Rattlesnake? 
I like this. Ooh, crispy and crispy in the rattlesnake. Crispy in the rattlesnake. Oh, that's a great radio show. Crispy in the rattlesnake. <laughs> I wish I had a radio sound on here. I know how great. <laughs> Um, you're here live, crispy and the rattlesnake, <laughs> crisp in the snake, sixty nine point nine, the classic nut. rock, <laughs> uh, nothing but rock. <laughs> um, so we're a day apart. We are, we are literally a day apart. How old are we? Thirty? Are we thirty six? Thirty six. Dan keeps my books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rain. Yeah, sixty nine nine. The nut. <laughs> soft rock <laughs> soft rock for when you need it the most <laughs> love it <laughs> 69.9 oh that's perfect um all right so um yeah that's uh that's where we're at that's everything you ready to crack a beer yeah i speed ran that i know are, uh, are you still catching your breath yeah you okay yeah, that was the uh, that was the most exercise size I've had in I don't know since 2019. <laughs> All right, Tom. I know you have a preamble for this first beer setup. So oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get the glasses and the beer. You get ready. All right. So we uh, we talked about it last week. We're gonna get into it in a little bit. Hayes craze is over. Guess what, guys? We're gonna prove it to you because we're doing a motherfucking pub ale. Suck our dicks on that one. Um, we're going to do Lone Ranger from Farsa Main Brewing Company. It's a pub ale. It's 4.5% alcohol. By, actually, no, that's right. I didn't do that one right. Uh, it's 5.5% alcohol by volume. Ooh, that is quite a pub ale right there. Uh, a warm or beautiful warm weather pubber we brewed with our new friends from Crooked Run Fermentation Project in Sterling, Virginia. We started with a base of British Maris Otter and some German wheat malt. Hopped it with... Grungeist and Saphir and fermented with our favorite British Yale yeast. It has notes of lemon fruit loop. Well, that's really specific. Lemon fruit loops, <laughs> homemade white cra- again, homemade who makes homemade white crackers? We're homemade white crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Snappy honey crisp apples, poppy seed, scones, and a tangerine or two. God damn it. That was first of main. Forest domain is be less pretentious. <laughs> do better Jeez. on the uh, do better on the, pre- the descriptions. Whoa, Tom, attacking. Yeah. Um, British Maris Otter is a staple for this type of beer style. So good to see that being added. I love the um, descri- save the otters though, folks. <laughs> I love the uh, favorite British ale yeast and the O U in favorite uh, and the classic mm. English spelling. So. That is awesome. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Andy, man. <laughs> Who the fuck makes crackers? I've never seen anyone been like, you guys go try these uh, homemade crackers over here. Got the homemade. That's our that's our rap duo. Homemade white crackers. <laughs> homemade crackers. I love it. Uh, I mean, we're close in age. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. We are old. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crispy and rattlesnake, the homemade white crackers. Oh, <laughs> so, I mean, English beers is what Forest Domain do yeah. very well. We've talked about it on the podcast before. We this, but this is our first time having their beer on the podcast. So, yeah. let's do it. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Oh, dude, God. how do you always get shot? I don't know. Do you just shake? Do you shake it up purposely now? Because I'm a good boy. 
Is this how we're getting the donations? Yep. Our people are like, I'll donate to the podcast if you take a shot in the face of beer. Because mm-hmm. I'm a good boy and I take it all like a like a good gentleman. Oh, man. So, yeah, going back to this description, seeing a lot of things that I like to see when attacking an English beer. Like I said, the Maris Otter. I like the British Ale Yeast with the, uh, I like the Favorite OU mm-hmm. in there. So... I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, I don't know. I've never seen a lot of uh, notes of like sweetness. Uh, you know, the white cracker, pop, tangerine or two. I'm really curious on how those are going to play out. So, Dan, slancha. Everybody guys. home, slancha. Ooh, Ooh, man, that homemade white cracker is really coming through. I am getting a lot of cracker. Oh, Uncle Cracker? <laughs> that should have been the one, man. We're out of butt rock season. Uh, but is Uncle Cracker Follow butt rock? Me, 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 is that Uncle Cracker? Right. Is is yeah. he? I thought he was like more like rap, wasn't he? He started because he was in the. Uh, he comes from the uh, the Kid Rock tree of uh, new metal. Oh, okay. Um, rap rock, new metal. Got it. <clears throat> and then he became soft as shit. He came. He became as soft as sixty nine nine the nut. <laughs> Our radio station's gonna rule. Yeah. Uh yeah, Chris White, English bitters. Yeah. I mean, this is the first one, not the first one I've had, but the first one on the podcast, and this is delicious. Yeah. Super crispy. Um I always think I always like a pub ale because I just think of I, I just think of sitting in a pub. I'm just saying, give me, give me whatever your house beer is, and getting this, and you know, sitting there by myself, watching some footy, <laughs> watching, watching Liverpool lose. <laughs> I don't know anything about English football or world football. I just I put, it, I put it on for our patrons, and I just watch it. Mm. I, apparently, I'm in the Premier League now. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> um. I think that's a thing with, like, craft beer people. Um, Especially, like, I, I would say breweries that do a couple English beers is, like, soccer and Premier League has to be kind of like... I, a, I think I think soccer kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, the pretentiousness of being a, a craft beer fan. Goes <laughs> um, goes hand-in-hand hand with that? Yeah. I Chris White, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I know Chelsea. I know all. I. I just. I'll just name English cities. West. Westham. Uh, uh, there's Manchester United and Manchester City. Uh, Chelsea. I don't know. That's it. That's the. I don't know who. I don't even know what. I don't. It goes for like twelve and a half months. Oh, it's Tottingham. It's uh, okay. <laughs> it's uh is that what coys are the hot spurs yeah it's a stands for come on you spurs which i uh, do have a bunch of spurs fans that are uh that come to the uh brewery so i just had to look it up i'm like oh okay i get it now where is it there it is <laughs> yeah it's not american enough for you tom no soccer stinks <laughs> watch real football <laughs> Nerds. All right, back to the beer. One uh, mm-hmm. thing I'm surprised that I'm getting, um, 
lemon poppy seed, like the poppy seed scone. Like, yeah, that's I, I was a... like, I was very curious about this, like the lemon that they were saying, the lemon fruit loops and the poppy seed. And that is definitely coming through. Yeah, we're definitely getting um, nice citrusy notes, which I was not expecting. Um, getting a little bit of that. Uh, <clears throat> I just saw I saw the comment. Well, I'll address that in a second. Um, Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm Tom, gonna, Tom's blood is boiling. Oh boy, that's gonna set me off. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Um, yeah, I'm getting a little bit. I, I can, I can see where they're coming from with the tangerine. There is like a subtle citrus, and this mm-hmm. is a, kind of my first pub ale to have this kind of yeah. almost like citrus kind of. It still has that bready. Like the white cracker. Yeah. Like as soon as we took our first sip, we were like, "There's the white cracker right there." Yeah, yeah. It's it's really nice, really crisp. Uh, I I gotta say, the citrus is an enjoyable addition to it. It's this, not like overpowering, but it's there. This is a very like summer crusher kind of pub ale. Super approachable yeah. pub ale. Um, I really think anybody could drink this. I, I get like. There's some people that don't like that, like English style, like that bready Melba toast, rye yeah. bread kind of taste to bitters and things like that. But this is a. Did he did he do a pub ale? In oh the, yeah. Did he? I know they do like the table beer. Yeah, in his experimental like series, he did a uh, he did a pub ale and it was delicious. I never got a can of it. I I had it there at the brewery. Um, only had an eight ounce pour, but it was delicious. Yeah, that experimental um, series slapped. Yeah, so many good styles that he did. Yeah, I don't think there was really a bad one from that. No, I don't think uh, had actually yet because I was kind of working there during those. I kind of had every single one. Didn't have a bad one. We need to get Ethan and uh, and Brandon back on. I think we need them both on yeah. at the same time. Yeah, we need to find out the goings on at uh, at Stickman. I heard. Uh, I heard. Chester is Chester Springs closed? No. Okay. Nope. Still open. All right. My dad was saying he saw the sign was down. Oh, like okay. the stickman sign was down. Oh, probably at the Bucktown uh, Tony Joe's, not at. Oh, maybe he was talking about that. Yeah, he might have been talking about. Yeah, he's at, they're out of the Tony Joe's area. But, yeah, because yeah. that's hair. Tony Joe's isn't even there anymore. I know. It's, yeah, it's all hair sale. Yeah. Which I don't. That's another thing. I, I was talking to him about that. I was like, I don't know. Or if they're still contract brewing through Stable Twelve, yeah, because I think the second floor they have the ability to brew there. No, it's all still, uh, it's all still uh, done at Stable Twelve. Okay, all right, yep. Ah, cool. Well, and open. That's a good location. They have a nice kitchen there. They do good food there. Um, it's a nice space. Oh, totally. And yeah, the food is pretty well known there. They they do really well at Chester Springs. Yeah. But yeah, definitely bring them back on. Uh, maybe Ethan can talk to me a little bit more. I tried texting him over the week to go over his new double IPA initiative. Okay. And he texted me back. He goes, listen, man, it's nine o'clock at night on a Friday. I don't feel like talking to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. Okay. All right, uh, fine. He's, uh, <laughs> if he's anything, he's blunt. Oh, man, it was great. He's like, I'm going to be honest with you right now. He's like, it's late and I don't feel like talking about double IPAs. I was like, that's that's fair, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not a uh, he's not a late night guy. Yeah, um, no, understandable. But yeah, I mean, their initiative with you know completely removing lactose from all their double IPAs. Yeah, is uh, I was actually surprised how many of them actually had lactose in them, just because. Oh, yeah. 
of like I knew there were some, but like all of them, I was I was quite surprised. But had one of their first offerings without lactose, and it was delicious. For, for as much as um, Ethan likes to shit on like those kind of beers and that style, he also likes to make money. Um, money me, money yeah. Me. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was I, I was surprised too when he was like, Oh yeah, we got marshmallow in, in beer and lactose and like a lot of shit. And I was like, Oh, oh. Cause you're yeah. pretty he was pretty vocal against that style. Yeah. Like he wanted it's... like it to do like pure beer and Yeah. I mean, but he went with what the demand was. No, yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, and they're you know, changing up the recipes and Yeah. You know, they invested heavily the reason why they used lactose was a lot of the reason to soft like to soften the water profile. They right. just had terrible like yeah, terrible water. Roseford mm-hmm. water is hard water. Yeah. I can I can attest to that. It's hoard. Yeah, it's hoard water. Wooder. <laughs> <laughs> but um like one of their like last times I went there and saw him, he took the time to show me their giant new water system. Just to like he brags about like it's a new sports car there. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that is giving them the chance to make these softer, I you know double IPAs without having to sweeten them up a little bit with lactose. So yeah. it's kind of cool to see. It's a great initiative. I had uh, which one was it? The uh, one he just put out, which oh, uh, sensible portions. Oh yeah, there uh, you go. which is. I used to like a lot, but I've shied away from the double IPAs from there just because of lactose and, you know, make they're a little my, heavier, make my tummy hurt a little bit. Yeah. And, um, give me a little case of tummy rums, little tummy rumbles. Got to take my lactate before it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was delicious. It tasted great. Uh, they're really going in a great direction with that, but yeah, we're not well, here to talk about double IPAs today. Are we Tom? No, <laughs> but this needs to be addressed, Dan. <laughs> Fuck off with this, Chris. Come on. Real football is boring. I feel like you just, like, all you heard while I was talking about double IPAs over here was, <laughs> and you were just, like, just waiting for them. me to shut up and go, like. <laughs> yeah, let me let me turn on uh, 90 minutes of passing with two shots on goal. Yeah, that's real edge of, the, edge of your seat kind of stuff there. <laughs> God damn. Soccer stinks. <laughs> By the way, the phone lines are open. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Call in. Battle me. <laughs> Bring it. I got, my, I got my Adidas track jacket on. You ain't winning. Yeah, South Philly Venom is here, <laughs> and he is strong. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're doing uh, the pub ale and, you know, the, the stick man conversation kind of led into this. We brought it up a little bit last week, I believe. While we were trying to choke down the worst double IPA we've ever God had, damn. <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna. Mm, I got some. I got some words about that. Later, you know, later on, but <laughs> so I think, and we've talked about it, Dan. I think we agree that haze craze, if it's not already over, it's winding down at a rapid pace. I would. I would say the latter. Definitely winding down at a rapid pace. Um. <laughs> wow. Oh okay. man, Chris is—he's got you, man. <laughs> You're a Phil's fan too. No, I mean I understand, but man, he's—he's he's coming at you. 
I, he's probably like a fucking Dodgers fan or a Yankees fan or something. Oh, man. I feel like. Well, I actually, I actually watched the proper cricket. <laughs> Fuck off with that. Pickleball. Yeah. Did you hear about pickleball in Philly? No. It was in the Chestnut Hill area. I guess uh, pickleball has become uh, so popular that like people who neighbor the courts are complaining that it's like too loud. The ball. It's it, like that's just as bad. St. Louis is just as bad as L.A. or the Yankees. That's like <laughs> it's like one, two, three. See, really, the cards. Yeah, go drink. Ugh. Go drink a bush. That's a terrible choice. <laughs> yeah. Oof. I was enjoying. I was enjoying the light ribbing you were giving Tom, but Saint uh, the Cardinals. Come on, man. Um. Yeah. When you said, uh, <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> I don't. What, what, what is that even? <laughs> um. So pickleball. Hey, I'm. When you said pickleball in Philly, I'm thinking that's what you have to do on the driving on the on the streets <laughs> of uh, of Kensington. <laughs> no, apparently, like it's it's getting big in like the Chestnut Hill section, and they have courts for it, and like the people neighboring that area are complaining that the like the ball bouncing and the sound it's making. So, I'm sorry, I just I just don't like the Cardinals. I never did. Nobody likes the Cardinals outside of St. Louis. It's just, no. The only the only thing I liked about the Cardinals. Just, I mean, he just came back, and I still hate him. <laughs> a poo hole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with your poo hole. Um, Get him off the mound, him and Yadier. <laughs> pickleball is seen. It's like that's like such a thing for like the Chestnut Hill area. It's so yuppie. Yeah, and the yuppies are complaining about it. It's yeah. it's insane. It's it's uh it's yuppie on yuppie violence happening. Kind of. Like, I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean pickleball. I mean pickleball haze craze. I mean very. <laughs> It goes hand in hand. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I would, I would, to go back to the either or, I would say it's on that slow decline. It's, slow? I think it's on a rapid decline. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say it's too rapid. I feel like it's, it's, it's trickling off, but it's always going to be there. You know, we kind of had a little discussion. Yeah. Like it's always going to be there, but the craze itself, okay. Yeah. If you're talking about the craze versus like the, the like sales and like con- the continuation of brewing. The hazy beers, I would put that yeah. at a slower decline. But the craze itself, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. The craze itself is like, um, I would say like, like um, I'm talking, yeah, I'm like talking Jinkos. It's just uh, yeah. it's it's cutting out real quick. I'm I'm talking strictly like the f- haze fandom, um, because like we discussed pre pre podcast here, um, hazy beer isn't going away it's, it's not a go- style yeah. it's a style now yeah that's not what we're saying by the yeah the haze craze going yeah. away no hazies are going to be around people are always going to buy them the bjcp officially mm-hmm. put it in the beer style guide hazy ipas aren't going anywhere um I, also I, think, I mean it's i think the, the the huge demand for them is going away to the point where i don't think you're going to be going into many breweries and looking up at a board and seeing eight Hazy IPAs and one Pilsner. Unless you're at Hen River. Which, I don't know. And we talked about this, too. What are those breweries going to do? Now, they've been resting on their laurels and pumping out hazy after hazy after hazy. And now they have to make real beer because people are getting burned out on hazies. And we saw it last week, you know, 
Treehouse has this big initiative where, you know what? We're going to get back to our roots and, and brew some beer. That beer was trash. Yeah, I mean, I talked to some people who've had that beer. Um, I mean... It was... The Dunkles were... I wouldn't call them trash. To be honest, like... The Dunkles were... Those were probably the worst Dunkles I've had. Now, not saying that they're they're not drinkable. They were just fair to Midland. Yeah. I would say. But to be... Yeah, to be honest, like... I haven't had too many Dunkles, like Sly Fox, Warwick's. I couldn't name any other, like... We had... Uh, didn't we have Imprints Dunkle? No. Or was that, that Mars? No. I don't think you had it. I had it. Yeah, you I, gave, I yeah. gave you one, but I don't think you ever told me if you had it or yeah, not. Yeah, I drank it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you, like, drink it in secret and just not tell me? Yeah, probably. Just in your attic, you're like... <laughs> no, I, thought, I think I drank it on a stream. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, but, I mean... In terms of dunkles, I mean, I have to have a few more, but I like I but talked was, to people who've had it. Like, I was like, did you taste like a pH issue? Did you have a pH issue with it? Like, especially the person that gave it to us, I was like, did you have any of that or experience it? And I, I wasn't tasting it, but I mean, it could have just been like some sort of sour from the bitterness of the chocolate malt, maybe, maybe causing that. But, but. it was. I mean, w- would you rank that above any of the other dunkles that you had? The only one I would rank it above, um, the only one I would rank above some would be the oak age. I thought the oak was super smooth. I I enjoyed that one a lot. It was fine. I I mean, in my opinion, it was. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would still. I think I would still even rank Imprints Dunkel over. We never had Imprints. Oh, no, Dunkel. the uh, their wait was well, Marzen, close enough. Yeah, but um, I mean, and that's just kind of taking out the chocolate malt, and it's just a slightly yeah. darker green with the uh, dunkle um I, I don't know i would i would put that one above i would put it above dancing gnomes i like dancing gnomes a lot too um i just i don't know i wouldn't call them trash but i mean i thought I, they were good i said fair they're fair to midland uh, it's they're not a beer yeah that I I know, would, it's not a beer that i would re, i would revisit yeah you know it's it, they're or to revisit to see if you get the same thing like to see if it happens again i mean maybe. like you said i mean you were down in what uh, grocery store fried chicken before you had it? Yes. Probably not. Probably not the best thing on your palate before having a, a beer. I I, I don't know. I call in. Not one with chocolate <laughs> malt. Call in. Let us know. Grocery store fried <laughs> chicken and beer. Hand in yeah, hand. but which one would you would you pair a dunkle with grocery store fried chicken? Sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> it's hard to find dunkle. Only ones I can think of right now: Warwick and Dancing Gnome. Uh, same with a brown ale. I mean, oh, brown ale yeah. we had attic in yeah. uh, Philly. That was probably one of the better. That's brown a rare ales. one. But I, I think, I think when we going back to the haze craze, I think we're going to start seeing more of that. You're going to start seeing uh, people being adventurous. And... Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd call it adventurous. They're going to start but getting what out they're of not their comfort known, zone. Yeah. But yeah. What they're not known for, they're they're venturing out to... Yeah, to uh, brew beer. Yeah. <laughs> for, you know, lack of a better term. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're going to go back, start studying classic styles. I mean, I'm sure these, you know, brewers of these places, you know, started out a lot of classic styles. I mean, even Hidden River. I mean, they're known for, like you know, Saison's in the past before IPAs. Yeah, they're, yeah, all their, their wild ales that they bottled. Yeah, so, I mean, these were breweries that were known for, and mm. even, I mean, going to Treehouse, Stouts and Wild Ales mm-hmm. as well before, you know, Green and all of those kind of right. took over. I'm just, I'm curious if, 
how much some of these breweries are going to struggle. Um, I think it would, if I would to, if I was going to guess, I would think that it would be more of the breweries that opened up like at the beginning of the pandemic that were like just pumping out hazies after hazies. Yeah, after keeping hazies. the lights on and everything. Yeah, that like those beer. I think those breweries might struggle a little bit. Um, you have people, you have brewers that brew a lot of hazies, like Ryan at Warwick. But Ryan is a student of the game. You know, yeah. the guy has bookshelves of, you know, beer brewing books that he's read. Many he, leather bound books that yeah. smell of rich mahogany. So it, you know, he's a he's a guy that he he's like, okay, here's four four hazies, but here's also I'm releasing this very classic style that you know not everybody knows about and you know you're good it's going to be brewed great yeah i mean i think we've talked to a lot of breweries like that levante being one who was known for like their cloudy and cumbersome hazy ipa which Mm -hmm. is one of kind of in our area one of the very front runners of hazies and when we had jim on we talked about their german influenced brewer Mm -hmm. and their experiments on the water profile so they can make quality german beers like his uh schwartz beer i mean spots beer sorry jim <laughs> i know you're listening but they uh i mentioned your name and you own the internet so <laughs> um but they were brewing different styles before the hazies took off as well oh yeah i mean they had chief which was their american ipa mm-hmm. before that um so yeah i mean they were always doing you know flagship styles but the hazies were what brought them internationally. So, so yeah, kind of what, you know, going back to what I was saying is that most of the breweries that were making killer hazies don't do well with other styles and vice versa, which, you know, it could be, um, I, I would think, say, yeah, that's a, that's a hard line to take. Yeah. Um, just because we just we mentioned, yeah, we, we don't like know two right there. Right. That. Um, I think like the places like a hidden river are going to be interesting. Because, like you said, you know they they really excelled with wild ales, um, yeah. but they're really going to have to diversify as well. Totally. Last time I had a Forest in Maine bitter, it was done with Hen River. So, oh. yeah. So it's it's going to be an interesting time. Um, I think breweries are going to be forced to diversify, and you're just going to see how well they adapt. It's. I think. To put a positive note on it, I'm excited for that. Yeah, to see what, absolutely. What these breweries are doing, um, I'm excited to see it like firsthand. You know, working at a brewery and seeing like all these different styles come out and enjoying them, and you know, I'm all for it. And you know, if it's like a trial and error thing, you know, keep doing it. Like, don't don't be discouraged by untapped ratings, mm-hmm. um, and just doing that. And oh, that's actually actually a really good point. But uh, yeah, so they basically take the, I mean, with Hidden River, it's it's one grain bill, and they mm-hmm. what four double IPAs out of it, which I mean, production strains aside, they're not distributing. It's all uh, was it uh, DTC tap room? So, yeah. you know, production restraints, yes and no, maybe. I mean, it all depends on the system and everything. Right. But I mean, just no, kind of as an idea in my head, like how are they pumping out? four or five different double IPAs at once. Mm-hmm. 
probably doing like a split batch. Do you think the um do you think the smoothie sours are going the same way like I think they were the first. You think they were go. they were first to go? So I, I was at Kunda Kunda Bev shout out Kunda Bev 106 years. Um, 106 years. 106 years. Over um, a century of good yeah, beer. Shout out. Shout out Kunda Bev. Um picked Check up this out, delicious King of beer. Pennsylvania. Yep. Picked up this delicious beer uh while I was there. They had two full fridges of um Drecker 450 North imprint and Bolero, I think, was the other one in there. Disgusting. Yeah. Well, that's what I was looking. <laughs> I looked. I, I had in my hand. Uh, I had in in my hand uh, the Great Notion Big Papaya, which I enjoyed. That was, I, a, that was a good IPA. Yeah. yeah, it was a tart ale. It wasn't. I thought that was no, an no, IPA. No, no, Big Papaya wasn't. It was a tart ale. Oh, that was papaya. a tart ale. Okay. Um, which I really enjoyed. It wasn't heavy. It was. Uh, it was clear. Um, papaya is a very mellow fruit too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm a big fan of papaya juice, uh, and it, I I really enjoyed that beer. So I had a four pack in my hand before I found uh, the other beer we're going to be drinking later on. Oh God, I can't wait. Jeez, <sighs> man, come on, at least be, practice some restraint. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had I had that big papaya, and uh, I was like looking at it. I was looking at the date and everything, and the guy was like, "Oh, if you like that, we have all these. Uh, we have like Drecker and everything." And I was like, "Dude, those things are." he was like what do you mean i was like i was like there's no way i could drink any more than a sip of those thimble of it like a a five ounce like sample pour like a flight maybe like put it at the end of a flight just to joke about it be like god damn (laughs) i mean the the last time we had it was as a joke when we did the you laugh you lose you laugh you lose yeah and i still have (laughs) i still have uh smoochie stains on my uh on my computer here from that yeah like that i mean we've we've said so much about that style but i think it says a lot that that fridge those two fridges were packed full yeah and those were beers that like people were those were iso beers iso beers yeah Yeah. people were paying like hundreds of dollars to get that Mm -hmm. like across state lines yeah and now like distributors have gotten their hands on them gotten them out to the distributors and people are like, Oh, I kind of need something that's not going to make me lose a foot. Right. So So, how much marshmallow can you put in a beer before? Right. So, and a a lot of those breweries that were doing the, the, the thickness, uh, (laughs) were also thickness. (laughs) (laughs) This is hacky, but that's Mike Tyson singing it. Down with the thickness. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so hacky. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the the breweries that were doing the the smoothie sour style were also they were pumping out smoothie sours and hazy IPAs. That was like their thing. I was tempted, Dan. They did have some beer flavored beer from Imprint at Kunda. Uh, was it their Hoppy Pilsner? Maybe was it from that? Imprint Lager Company? It was that's a, their new name. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it's Imprint Lager Company. So are they two separate companies? No, it's it's a marketing it's a marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be at Lager Fest for uh, Human Robot. So shout out Human Robot Lager Fest. Um, Imprint's going to be there as Imprint Lager <clears throat> Company. Now, and... to be fair, Dan, you've raved 
about their... That Mars and Ruled. I don't care. You've raved about their classic beers. Yeah, the light... The Czech uh, lager. Yeah, the Czech lager, the light lager, the 12-ounce, six-pack cans of light lager. Phenomenal. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe, I'll turn a corner on them. I looked... I Did you... I took, is there something in that fridge no, I should know about? Not, oh, no. okay. I took a long, hard look at those beers, though. But then... Dude, you also kept the beers I gave to you probably long past. <laughs> still fine. Those are fridge beers. <laughs> fridge beers. Um, I mean, check 10, Chris White. Come on. We know. We know. <clears throat> it's it's a human robot lager. It's a, it's a banger. Yeah. Um, final thoughts? Final thoughts on this. Um, as it got warmer, room temperature as a pub ale should, mm-hmm. got a lot more of the cracker, yeah. which I'm happy about because while I did like the citrus notes, um, the reason I like pub ales is the breadiness yeah. to them. That's something um, like the <laughs> the homemade white cracker. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great description. Uh, homemade white cracker in it uh, is the real winner for me. But I did like that lemon poppy seed, like the lemon fruit loops with the poppy seed that I was getting up front. I was like, yeah. man, this is a very interesting pub ale and like a warm weather. This I would call this like a summertime pub ale for me. Yeah. That's a that's a sitting outside the pub ale. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, Hellertal Pills, banger too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Staple. Staple beer. Um, Dan. I gotta say, we're flying through this episode. Forty minutes already. We're only uh, forty-six minutes. Wow. Well, forty-six minutes on stream, forty minutes on audio. Forty on forty minutes on audio, and we already breeze through the haze craze topic. Well, I'm I'm thinking we're, I mean, we got other topics to hit. Oh, I mean, we have plenty. So and we got two more beers to do, and we do we have two more beers. So, so I think uh, I think we should uh, we should lean into the the haze craze here and and do a nice hazy, nice hazy beer. Nice, hazy East Coast. <laughs> oh, psych, everybody. We're doing a West Coast. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do, you want to go to the West Coast? Yeah, let's go West. Let's go to the West Coast. Yeah. Um, we'll go to the, the old left coast. Uh, so we're going to do... Um, oh, Dan, you uh, you traveled through, through frames here. <laughs> um, so we're going to do uh, Time Rider from Rebel Hill. Which I thought we did before. Turns out we did it before a podcast. Yeah, we had a uh, we had a little like pregame of yeah. uh, the Time Rider, and I, you know, as much as I love bringing Rebel Hill beer on, I don't want to do it as often. I'm, I'm like a Rebel Hill stan. I will I will be the first to admit it. But we're this, a Rebel Hill employee. Yeah, this <laughs> is uh, this beer slaps. So. Yeah, Time Rider is a uh, man. It's just a solid, classic West Coast IPA. Um, so we're going to do Time Rider, West Coast IPA, 6.8% alcohol by volume, West Coast IPA, skating in, skating in at 6.8% alcohol Love by it. volume, built on a grain bill of two row crystal malt and old school hops on and old school hops and some new ones for good measure, bringing back memories of those classic Cali beers we used to all get down with. Hell yeah. Shout out to the West Coast IPAs. Shout out. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into it. Let's do it. One, two, three. This is one of my favorite beers to have at the brewery. 
It's actually one of the ones now that has, you know, the thermometer has gotten above 70 degrees. People are really gravitating towards this beer. So, Cali vibes. I've got uh, lemon poppy seed and white cracker on my palate, yeah. so I'm going to take a little water first. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. So, Andy Man, Forest in Maine and Other Half Philly brewed a collab this week. That's another one. Does Other Half know how to brew a beer other than yes. hazy and stout? Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> Tom, that that little. Uh, I was I was waiting for you to bring up the stout. Yeah, hazy and stout. Um, I I feel like they do, and I now that we have a close proximity to other half, yeah, um, we're gonna experience a lot more of it. So, I guess we should reach out to them, huh? Probably. Yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> launch everybody. Cheers, guys. Let's. Uh, ooh, that amber color. Uh huh. Look at that. Oh, it just smells so dank. It smells like how I feel. Dank. I love the. It's just got a little bit of snap at the uh, end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get ready for all the lactose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say I had a. Uh, I had my first other half in a while uh, about two weeks ago. I had their triple dry hopped broccoli. <laughs> it's called. I mean, two dry hops were enough. <laughs> three, three, like, I cracked the can, and my buddy across the picnic table when we were drinking it goes, is that that beer? <laughs> uh, shout out, shout out Warwick and New Trail then. Quadruple dry hop. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Scientists were wondering if they could. They should have stopped and wondered if they should. <laughs> All the hops? <laughs> yeah that's about uh that's about how it was last last week uh all citra lineup is fire are you talking about uh, from other half other half all citra? yeah so um they have a uh they have a single hop series like all mosaic everything mm. all like the ones i've had are all mosaic everything and all nelson everything mm. and they were probably two of the I would say two of the best single hop series. Like I, I, I still hold a lot of the Citra single hop series from, I mean, like we've, been just, Sensation. we've been just sucking that. We've been sucking Warwick off on this. Welcome back podcast. to 69.9, the nut, the nut. I mean, we've been at, we got to stop standing for it so hard, but I do love the Citra series from Warwick. I mean, we, we, from the beginning of the podcast, we've been stands for single hop series. I mean, the yeah, Tonewood, Sh- Sugartown, Simcoe, yeah, Monotone. I mean, we're we're a single hop stands here. You only need At one. Sixty nine nine, the nut. The nut. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this beer, super approachable West Coast, um, light in body. Um, bitterness is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bitterness is on the i did uh, find line. a way to bring an ipa onto this yeah. podcast today yeah it, <laughs> no i hashtag no ipa may guys yeah, by right. the way. <laughs> ha- yeah hashtag <laughs> um it's low on the bitterness uh it's not super bitter not super resin which i think is good for a beer to be approachable like this agreed I will say, um, with every iteration of Time Rider, they are experimenting with that kind of bitterness and the 
I would say the approachability to this. It's a blend of the new school and the old school. Um, you want to get those classic IPA drinkers on it, mm -hmm. but also have something where they can say like, hey, honey, check this out. Can you put down the mango milkshake double IPA and try this for a second? <laughs> or, you know... Which it, is like me every time. I'm just like, come on, honey, just try it. Just, just <laughs> it is one of those beers that it's like, all right, we're done, you know, you're, you're done drinking... You know, double IPAs, double you know, hazy, citra, mosaic IPAs. Um, try something a little bitter. Yeah, this isn't. You know, this is a good entry level West Coast, Gateway West Coast. Yeah, perfect Gateway West Coast. Um, I'm gonna write that down. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, I I mean. Uh, <sighs> It, it's it's good because it's like this is what West Coast IPAs are. They're they're bitter, uh, they're bitter to drink, um, but this is like at the lowest end of the spectrum for bitter for a West Coast. I agree. Um, um, which which like I said, good for entry level because you now you're getting someone to try what it could be like, and then you can move up to something like Ludlum's like Wander, which is like spruce tips. And shit in it, and you're it's it's super bitter, super piney. Well, well, uh, Wander is a uh, that's a hazy. That's is not it a technically West, hazy. That, no, it's a hazy IPA with spruce. I thought tips. it was a West Coast with No, no. Tips. I would say like this will this will bring you to something like uh, I, I mean like classic like, styles very, like like Pliny the Elder or even like yeah. stuff like that. Like, I mean, this like, is like odes to that. Like uh, Sugartown Simcoe. Sugartown Simcoe, yeah, definitely would be one. I would say like if you wanted a gateway to something like. Pliny the Elder. This is Gateway's. Oh God damn it, Chris! <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. Boo! Goddamn Cardinals! Cardinals stink. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. You and you read my mind, Dan, on the uh, on the uh. As soon as there. I said like gateway, like it, it was gateway to West Coast, and when I saw gateway to the West, I went, "God damn it!" I knew it. And and I bring up uh, the the beer that I'm I I immediately think of anytime someone mentions a West Coast IPA. Pizza Port, Swami Swami's IPA by Pizza Port, our our buddy Proper Josh. Yeah, it's like first thing that pops up on Untap when we yeah. pull it up. Uh, pulls up right there with a nice picture of a flower for some reason. Just Josh being Josh. Um, <sighs> He's so artistic. <laughs> We're so autistic. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Tom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, while you were pulling that up, um, I do like the... Uh, Just American IPA. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hazy. Yeah, I guess they do put hazy in there, but it's like a hazy West Coast. Yeah, so I mean the the spruce tips definitely add an like a more piney add to the pininess to it because it's not like but it, because with that um, with that grain bill of having granola in granola, it, yeah. you're getting a soft mouth feel. Yeah. You're not you know you're not getting that crystal malt. Crystal malt is like has to be. It's like it's like a key indicator of a, like a classic West Coast. Welcome back to sixty nine nine, the nut home of the soft mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> No, but this is a good one as a as a beer tender, uh, Dan. This is a great one too. Oh, well, you know, I, I I've had the key lime 
thing. And I, I've, I've had the, the bleed green and the bleeder green and the bleed greener and the breathe green and the breath of the green. <laughs> and uh, I'm just looking for something different. This, yeah, I mean, this is something where, like, I've had a couple of people come in, they're just, they look, and they go, like, hey, do you have anything like an American IPA? And, I'm like, they always kind of, so classic, like, beer drinkers kind of breeze past that West Coast mm-hmm. IPA. I guess they just, it's, it is it is a newer term for the American IPA. The American IPA has always been, like, the the overarching term for, like, everything on the West Coast as well. So, they're always like, oh, I want something that's going to be like, you know, classic bitterness. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to give you this to, you know, mm-hmm. satiate your need to be back to your roots. And then those people who are like, oh, yeah, you know, hazies, but I'm looking for something a little bit lighter but still hoppier. Mm-hmm. I kind of recommend yeah. this all the time. Go, have this one and then go down the street to uh, to root down and get yourself a bind and have your dick knocked in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Bine is a great West Coast IPA. I mean, I think that's a West Coast IPA that everybody kind of strives to. I mean, I heard I heard a funny thing on another podcast where uh, they talked about Bine and uh, how they have the 2018, uh, you know, GABF mm-hmm. um, medal still on the can. And they were like, that was four years ago, guys. Come on, win another award. <laughs> I mean... It made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> I mean... A, a brewery from Phoenixville won Best West Coast. West Coast IPA. That shit should be on there forever. I know, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely earned its spot on the can. I just kind of gave it a giggle because it, this wasn't a craft beer podcast. Yeah. They were just like, it's been four years. Get a, it's like, get a new award. <laughs> and it just made me laugh a little bit. But Yeah, just go go win another GABF medal. <laughs> get out of here. Go, go, go do that. Go on, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, seventeen thousand new breweries have opened up. Go, go, do it again. Yeah, and I mean, we're as a podcast, we're no stranger to the West Coast IPA. I mean, I feel like everywhere it's the superior IPA. It is. I mean, it's taken us a hundred episodes to get one out, but you know, it's great. Shout out to uh, Justin. Shout Shout out, Justin. I'm sliding in your DMs about Ya Brew. So shout out, shout Shout out, Justin. Shout out. Justin, tighter flag. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a, it's very enjoyable. Um, Dan, we're, uh, we only got like a half hour left. We need to get into this uh, beer aficionado. Oh, yeah. Tonight. So, um, yeah, let's get into this topic yeah. here. So, um, I guess we've been making a lot of shout outs on this episode. Shout out, shout, <laughs> shout out. out, shout out. Shout out, shout out, Rebel Hill. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Doug. This is a good. Good West Coast. Great West Coast. Great West Coast to bring us into our next topic. Yeah. So um, one of our listeners, uh, Paired Pints, great dude. Uh, if you're not following shout him. Out, shout out, Paired Pints. Shout out, Bob's Kebabs. Um, <laughs> if you're not following him on Instagram, it's at Paired Pints. Um, you know, definitely give him a listen or not a listen, but I guess just view his Instagram. I mean, he's doing great stuff with food and beer pairings. So he's uh, he's one of our favorites, but... He uh, sent us a video I thought was uh, was pretty interesting. So it was, I guess this guy who goes by uh, he goes by beer aficionado. So you know he's a cool guy. <laughs> cool guy. Yeah. But he uh, he goes through like kind of like where does your money go for in a in a craft brewery? Like he basically goes through like the three basic business models 
Yeah. yeah. Why, are you, why are you charging $24 for a four-pack and still losing money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go that. It, it, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, if you go through all four parts, like, he gets pretty in-depth on, mm-hmm. like, some of the tiers of craft breweries and why, like, hey, if you're going to buy at the brewery, it's $16, but you're going to buy at the distributor, it's going to be, like, 25 Yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought breweries this... aren't open on Monday and Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was uh, pretty interesting to bring up, and I thought we could talk about examples of each one for us. So let me just get this pulled up here. Yeah. Hey, you put, hey, you put 400 pounds of fruit puree into your beer, and you're charging $35 <laughs> a can. Why are you losing money? All right, let me just get this. We're not getting any audio. Oh, it didn't get the audio? Yeah, it's not getting the audio. We ain't getting the audio, Dean. All right. Dean's going to work on it. Find out what's going on. Call in. Well, it says sharing ta- uh, tab audio here. Yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Do you want me to bring it up? Can you send it to me? Send it in the chat. Send it in the chat? Yeah, send it in private chat. Private chat. Private chat. Yeah, don't let these guys see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, call in if you want to call in. Yeah, Lines if you have are a open. topic you want to... 484-302-8252. Call in 699-THE-NUT. 484-302-8252. <laughs> That's the one. We're taking your music requests. The Probably nut. not. <laughs> Man, what's going on here? Part one. I don't know, like, why. Oh, there it is. There okay. It is. Okay. So. Tier system. In other words, they sell their beer. Just, re, uh, just uh, refresh it and just go from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And you've got Boom. They're going to see our password. There you go. Where your money's going. It's going to depend on the type of brewery we're talking about. And so I figured I'd break out the three oh. most common types. Okay. So you've got a brewery using the three-tier system. In other words, they sell their beer to a distributor. The distributor then sells. I'm gonna the fucking to fall asleep. <laughs> and you've got self-distributing breweries who take on the distribution work themselves and sell directly to a retailer. And then, of course, you've got the taproom brewery who's selling it all DTC. In other this words, is like listening to, to Matt consumer. Farber talk. Billy used his brought in from trees. And there is going to be a test later. Margins, take notes. Then you've got distributor <laughs> margin. Then you've got retailer. So, I mean, now, we can just kind of pause it here. No so, pause? Yeah, oh, see? we can pause. How about that? Ah. Yeah. So, with this here, he's going through three business models for um, breweries. He's, yes, very blandly, he's going through it. He's going through it, though. It's, it, it, I don't know. It struck me as interesting. Um, it's be- interesting. Don't get me wrong. Interesting. I agree with you. Here's a three tap series. And- you got four different kinds of things, and it's it's like ASMR. I'm just I'm ready to. Just... Oh, got an edible in me. I got one and a half beer in me. Here you go, there you go, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I'm sorry. We're not going to go through all this. This is all we have to. This go. isn't what we do at sixty nine nine. The nut. We could just keep. <laughs> we could just keep it paused here. The only thing I wanted to talk about here were these three business models. Welcome so, back, to Crispy and the Rattlesnake. Crispy and the Rattlesnake. Six nine nine. The nut. In a su- in a surprise, Rattlesnake's actually talking about beer stuff. <laughs> but um, so we got three tier system here. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. I mean, <laughs> I thought this was a cool idea because we can open up some discussions on these three 
business models. So the three tier system that he's got right there are the people who uh, craft breweries who get their beer out to dis- distribution companies who then get it out to beer stores. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing soft at that. Sixty nine nine. And self distro are the people who are getting their beer out to the beer distributors themselves. Like, you know, people who are driving the beer out of their brewery. So is, is that what, is that like Stickman? Is Stickman doing self-distro? No, or? they are the th- uh, three-tier system. They're going oh, through a beer okay. distributor. All right. Um, but self-distro would be some. Oh, 10-7. 10-7. 10-7 is a self-distro. Uh, 10-7 would be that example of a self-distro. And point, we'll talk about it. Point for Tom. And we'll talk about examples here. But I was just going to go through the definitions here. And then we were going to talk about our favorite niche. So, and then you have the taproom experience, which is DTC. The taproom experience is where you go to drink the beer or where you go to purchase the beer directly, where you can't get the beer in the beer store. DTC is direct to consumer. Consumer. 69.9 the nut. <laughs> the nut. <laughs> <laughs> but these, See, this is the. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Go ahead. It's all right, Tom. 69.9 the nut. <laughs> we are direct to consumer. Consumer. <laughs> anyway, the reason I brought this up because I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about our favorite in each system. Hmm. You know, what's your favorite three tier system brewery? Who's your favorite self distro? And who's your favorite tap room style beer model hmm. or hmm. brewery model? I like, yeah. Um, I mean, self distro, 10 7. We 10 7? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'd say favorite 10 7. I would say we don't know a lot of them, and I that's yeah. like the only one I know of because on their social media, they talk about it all the time. We've seen them self-distro. Yeah, we literally saw them do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but self-distro is, I would, and he goes into like specifics about it, and I'm not going to bore you guys. And we can actually stop the, oh. yeah. Oh, oh well. We can stop the screen share. Okay. Poor man's champions. Oh yeah, so poor man's does yeah. it as well. So like the brewer- we, brewers in PA, uh, world champ champions, champions. But uh, so we don't know. I don't know a lot of self distro no. people at all. So like that's a very like it's a very niche group right there. I would say for our craft beer experience, we fall into tap room and um, three tier system. Yeah. With a lot of our breweries. 100%. Self-distro, like, we don't see a lot of them. Um, honestly, I've only have had one beer from Poor Man's, um, and it was a collaboration with Stickman, so yeah. <laughs> that's all I've ever had. Um, let's see, three-tier. They won't answer us about being on the podcast. So. Yeah, too big. Too big being champions. I might have to send, I might have to ask, I might have to ask. Um, World champions of PA beer. I might have to go talk to my our previous employer to see if we can get them on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, three tier system. That's going to be our broadest. Three tier system is probably going to be one where we can talk a little bit more on because these yeah. are the. Let's see. Well, I would say three tier system is the old guard. Okay, let's let's go to direct to com- consumer. Um, Warwick. Warwick would is a great example of direct to consumer. Consumer. Come <laughs> 69.9 the nut. Um, so great example of direct to consumer. Um, 
you know, they've <laughs> honestly are proud of that. And that is yeah. something that's very cool because with somebody coming out of the pandemic, like a, a lot of people during a lot of breweries and during the pandemic went distribution, they went three tier system yeah. to try and stay afloat. They were always DTC. DTC, they were DTF from the beginning. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you to take a breath, and I was going to be like, yeah, they were DTC, DTF to DTC, bro. I beat you to it. But yeah, so they were DTC and DTF from the beginning. And Man, this that, is a sexually charged episode. Ooh, I'm getting hot over here. A little hotter in the collar. You're, wear, you're wearing that Adidas tracksuit over there. You got South Philly Venom back. It'll come into play in a little bit. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but they were, I would say... They were a brewery that were DTC that we, you know, came across through like different channels. And I mean, to be honest, I would say they are a podcast favorite. Yeah. I would say all, I would say a majority of our podcast favorites are between those two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you I have agree. our DTC uh, right here. Perfect example as we're drinking a West Coast IPA from Rebel Hill. They are DTC. DTC. They do not distribute to. Uh, beer distributors themselves through self-distro. They do not do any like three-tier system where they go through a distributor. It's direct to consumer. It's tap house. Um, and that is one. So the next system is going to get there's very um, broad, very broad. And there's going to be a ton that we're going to talk yeah. about. So like direct to consumer, there's some that I would think that are direct to consumer tannery run. Dracunda. They're distro. Yeah. Tannery run. That's what I'm saying. You would Dude, think, you wouldn't think. Exactly. There are a lot. I mean, to be honest, I don't know if Tannery Run is actually giving that beer to the distribution or if they're self distro that. I don't know. See, we don't have we don't, that. Yeah, we don't have that. See info. that that is info that we, we need to somebody send us an Excel spreadsheet. We need an <laughs> Excel spreadsheet. Uh preferably with a pivot table, please. But we can talk about stat. We can talk about breweries that aren't self-distro but are three-tier system that are at the same level as, say, Tannery Run. Like we mentioned before, Sugartown Simcoe, Locust, Locust Lane. Lane. yeah. I would say a three-tier system, that is at the, I would say, I wouldn't say like the most, like the grandest scale. Like there's a tier system in the three-tier system where it's like you have like Locust Lane, uh, Round Guys distributes yeah. as well. Um Levante, even you take another step up, Levante mm -hmm. right Stable there. Stable 12. New Trail. Like, yeah. The three tier system has a ton of these breweries that the pandemic kind of forced them into that three tier system. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, going to, so I've, I've recently, I've been getting beer at like Giant or Wegmans. Today I got it at Kunda. And you've taken, you've taken a step back on the, uh, on the beer pirate. So, well, I've been doing, I've been picking up beer on Tuesdays before the podcast. Most breweries aren't open on exactly. Tuesdays. Exactly. Tuesdays so, are the only time to get so it. So I can't Unless get. Unless you like hash out your weekend and do I something can't, in there. I can't get DTF to DTC. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can only get Budweiser directly. Budweiser. You can only get it from Anaheuser Busch. Anaheuser in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, solid comment. It's um, good one. Good one. Um, um, 
Yeah. I'm, so Tuesday, you know, I pick up Tuesdays a lot of, I, I like I said, I can't get DTF to DTC, uh, which I would, I would like to do. Like today I was like, you know, we want to get away from the haze craze. We haven't had stick man on in a while. I'll go pick up some stick man. Oops. Can't cause they're not open today. I'd have to like message Ethan and hope that he would be there like four thirty five o'clock, which is probably not three tier system dog. Yeah, I don't want to pay that upcharge. <laughs> ah, okay. Don't want to pay that upcharge. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> it, I I don't like I I don't like buying at the uh, at the at the distributor level. I don't like buying beers that I can get that I could that are readily available to me because I know I'm paying that premium. Yep. Yeah, there has to be an upcharge on it. Got to pay to play. Yeah. So we're going to the next beer that we're going to get into um I only got that because they're actually sold out of it at the brewery. You can't mm-hmm. get it at the brewery right now. Um, the next one? Yeah. And I just happened to see that as I was walking around. I had I had uh the Forest of Maine which again, it's at you know it, they're not in our area of buying, you know it's not like one that we frequent because they won't come on the podcast because they're recluses, um, <laughs> and they don't love us. <laughs> well, no, they, they their marketing guy was at uh, the soft opening, uh, six nine nine nuts soft openings. I talked about this with somebody because yeah. they were like, "Why don't you have Forest and Maine on the podcast?" I was like, "Because they were the first podcast that ever, or the first brewery that ever just went flat out no." Well, <laughs> it wasn't even a flat out no. I mean, not. I don't know. Did we get that in the in the chat? No, I. I was when we were at Warwick for the soft yeah, opening. That, that guy, I thought I heard him just go no. But so he <laughs> he gave us a no, and then he laughed, and he was like, "It's because it's because they don't do this kind of. They don't. They're they're recluse. They're 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 hermits. They, okay. They stay. They they stay inside. They don't talk to anybody. They brew beer." And that's it. The only thing I heard, because I was, I think we were back to back because I was talking to Brewers and PA, mm-hmm. you were talking to Forrest and Maine, and all I hear is the guy go, no. <laughs> yeah, no, he laughed because he, he was basically like, yeah. Yeah, right. He's like, I can't. He, he took our stickers and he was like, you know, I'll give it to him and I'll bring it up. But I, he was like, they don't do, they don't do this. Um, so... <clears throat> Yeah, like I'll I'll pay the premium for Farce and Maine because it's out of the way. Yeah, uh, but places you know I've like, done it too. I paid nine dollars a can for Forest and Maine. Stable Stable Twelve and and uh, Stickman. I got uh, I bought Locust Lane and that hurt me to do because, but we were doing a Kolsch episode and I wanted their Kolsch. And you're also part of their like. No, I'm not. I didn't re up. You didn't re up. Uh, no, I didn't re up. I can't get sh- there. Sh- don't talk about it. I can't get there. Tom Arnold's gonna be so. Tom mad Arnold made me this. so uncomfortable. I'm sorry, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold made me so uncomfortable. He's like, "Come out, Tom. Come out. Come to our events. Come." Six nine nine a nut. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it, distro. So three. All right. The so three tier system is a. I would say it's the America of craft breweries because it's yeah. a melting pot. So you're gonna have Locust Lane, but you're also what I. I wanted to present this to you. Mm-hmm. 
as a pre-pandemic choose your three-tier system. God damn, we lost a lot of viewers right there. Uh, what did you say? Was it the nut? <laughs> it's probably people going to bed. It's it 918. Because <laughs> I said Tom Arnold told me to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I thought, hey, like pre-pandemic, if you were to think of the three-tier system, because we have so many breweries that we mm-hmm. love that were part, became part of it because of the pandemic, if you were to take that out of the equation, like who is your favorite like three-tier system then? If I base it off of most frequented beer in the three-tier system, victory. Victory. Yeah. I was, victory was, so there was a wrestling match, and most frequented was the the, uh, topic. Um, Lost out to Sly Fox. Sly Fox was the, I I had that more often um, than victory, but those two. So victory is a good one, and I'm glad you brought that up. So victory does both DTC and three-tier system with Philadelphia's location. Yes. So Philadelphia's location. Well, is it is it technically DTC if you can, if it's on draft? Yes, that's direct okay. to consumer. Okay. So that's like tap room, like, like you're still buying it at the tap room. You can take Crowler's home there too. That's true. So yeah. like that, that, the Philadelphia location is like, both so it has their three-tier system in there because it has their classics shout out shout out victory philly 1776 ben ben franklin parkway yeah shout out richie shout out everybody just shout out shout out (laughs) but um not shout out to to everybody who just didn't watch that stream not shout out to you (laughs) because you brought up the bet like i was hope the reason why i wanted to talk about this was victory being one of them because Mm -hmm. i thought victory Opening Philadelphia was a very smart business move because you you created a direct to consumer like need and to be honest, it's a destination now. Everybody likes direct to consumer yeah. though. Everybody like think of all those Vic, uh, Warwick. Think of all those places that are direct to consumer that we love consumer because, <laughs> because we can go there for it. And we go there and we have to search it out. Like during yeah. the pandemic, I'm driving around with a cooler in the back of my truck for this podcast, just getting beer. <laughs> how how often did you get a three-tier distro beer during the pandemic? Not often. No. Yeah, exactly. We were supporting maybe. self-distro, but at the same time... Maybe, maybe a new trail here and there. But then self-distro breweries started going into the three-tier system yeah. for us so it became like wow now i can get round guys at giant now i can get locust lane now mm-hmm. i can get all these breweries there so like there it's crazy like self-distro that one in the middle that he was talking about seems to be the hardest one for everybody yeah and it's like dtc or three-tier system self-distro is like those are the real hustlers like all props to 10-7 man Dude, they're they driving got, that beer everywhere yeah, they got a van they got a dodge sprinter sprinter van (laughs) yeah they got a sprinter van um it looks like you know like something like a middle eastern guy would be driving around it's like there's just like a a printed out sheet of 10-7 brewing like packaging taped to the side of the door um but yeah that's how they that's how they come on man it's a magnet (laughs) is it a magnet no i'm just i don't i think i'm pretty sure it's packaging taped to the side um but yeah it was a I don't really know too many self distros. I, I, I the I, more I, like yeah. the more I think about it, I can't really think of any. 
I feel like self distro is a if you know you know kind of thing. Yeah. Like because we know we know because we talked to ten seven. We don't know if Tannery runs self distros. We don't know if they have a van too. Um, because I know that they're in they might places. They might just put it in a basket and put it in the run, and they're like, where it goes, it goes. To be honest, I have another. Human robot self-distroed. They drove beer to Kunda Beverage. I bought human robot at Kunda Beverage oh, because they dropped it there. I didn't even see any human robot and, there. No, they don't do it all the time. That's mm. a, like self-distro. Like, it's, yeah, some you can get it out you or you can't. Like, oh, so like Kunda's like, beer... Human robot beer drop. Well, to be honest, how did Forest and Main get their beer there? Was that self-distro? I would assume. Because was that through there, a distributor? There was like four beers. It was only four beers. So like, it's very... See, we we have a beer distributor guy that or a beer store guy that we were going to talk to. Yeah. We should definitely maybe um, dog ear this topic. Is that what it is when you like put the little chapter yes. or like yeah. is that a little dog ear? Yeah, there you so go. So we should put a little like we should put a little uh pin in this. You said dog ear. I thought pig ear. Oh, I was okay. like, dogs love pig ears, man. <laughs> That's the edible kicking. Yeah. yeah but it I is. feel like for this topic, when we start talking to more distribution, this is where we have to, you know, we'll start getting some inside info on like, hey, who drives their beer literally to your front door and who Whose beer comes on yeah. the semi truck in the back? Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. We'll we'll put that feather in our cap. I like that. Yeah, a little feather in our cap. Yeah, you. Thir- I don't. I don't know if that's the right one. Yo, Dan, you thirsty? I am thirsty. You thirsty and hungry at the same time. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. what. Uh, final thoughts on the uh, the West Coast. I love this West Coast. Yeah. I'm a stand for. I'm a stand for Rebel Hill. Um, the only reason I work there is because I stand for, <laughs> I stand for what they do in terms of their brewing philosophy and what, you know, the beers that they put out. If they were a shitty brewery, I wouldn't be working there. So, disclaimer: Dan is an employee, current employee of Rebel Hill. Oh, I mean, if I if I fucking hated working there, I probably I would tell you. But we are, I don't. We are not we are not taking any money from Rebel Hill. And the... no, I actually I bought this beer flat out. So. This is all a joke, Dan. You're answering these very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's get into our final beer. Final beer. Yeah, this is three beers, bro. Because we're oh, low ABV, which we're I think we're in the low ABV revolution, which I mean I'm all for. We've talked about a ton on the on the podcast where low ABVs. Come on, low ABVs be the beers for me. Uh I'm I'm a huge fan. This one I think it's coming in at like four point something. Um, <clears throat> so uh, South Philly Venom coming back here, uh, obviously for this one, uh, and you'll understand why because we're doing Philly Twist from Levant, Levante uh, uh, Brewing Company. It's a Pilsner, four point three percent alcohol by volume. Uh, you know what? I've had these up the entire time, so I am just going to do this right here. What'd you do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Philadelphians, we're a straightforward bunch. Don't fuck with us. We know what we like. Did Jim really we... write that? I don't know. <laughs> and what, who's Jim? And what we don't. We don't mess with a good thing. The one thing we definitely don't mess with is our soft pretzel. Don't fuck with a soft pretzel. <laughs> All right? You go 
you hop on 76 after your day of work, hop on 76, you drive down about 4.30, hop on, get on down to Citizens Bank Park, the best parking lot's right by the Holiday Inn Express, right behind the stadium. They charge a little bit, but they let you do whatever the fuck you want. You, but on the way down there, you got to drive through a soft pretzel factory. Oh, Hit totally. a soft pretzel factory, grab one of them boxes of soft pretzels, get a, a, a nice... A nice bottle of the spicy brown mustard, because who's going to eat a, a soft pretzel without some spicy brown mustard? It, you can't do it. It's tough. It's a tough look. You might get beat up in the parking lot. I don't know. Uh, but you go down there, chug a couple, chug a couple pretzel, soft pretzels, soft pretzel factories. Um, you chug a couple soft pretzel factories. Yeah, you, you chug. Are you chugging these? Yeah, you chug them, chug them down, and then you chug a couple Levante beers. And you head into the the uh, Phillies game with a pocket full of batteries for the opposing team. Baby Albert Pujols shows up, and you throw a couple batteries at him. D cells are the best; they hurt the most. Oh, and dude. you get a good you get a good rotation on them, dude. Who was the outfielder from the Cardinals? That JD we- Drew. JD Drew can suck a fucking. Dick. Is that the guy who flipped yeah, us off? He ate he ate a bunch. Oh no, that was uh that was Logan Morrison from uh. Oh, the okay. Marlins. Oh, was Marlins. Yeah, he mind. flipped us off. No, J.D. Drew was uh, the one that ate a lot of alkaline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he ate a lot <laughs> he of batteries. One, he was the one that got the batteries. Yeah. I thought we were at a uh, at a Cards. No, it was a Marlins. Was Logan Marlins. Morrison didn't like us. Yeah, he flipped uh, us off. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway. If you're in the National League, you're fair game. Just yeah, going to say that. Yeah, we're going to yell at you in the outfield. We're going to try and make you cry. That's our, that's our job. Uh, so... Yeah, don't don't sell sixteen dollar tickets and expect for us to be nice. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this this pills. We were cr- terrible in our twenties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we were in our twenties then. I don't know. We were in our twenties when. Uh, so do you remember? Uh, do you remember Frank's bachelor party? Yeah, are you talking about the wheelchair guy that asked us to leave? <laughs> no, because he was taking. He was using the scorecard, writing down everybody's oh, stats. No, no, no. He was a Phillies fan. No, we're not talking about him. Do you remember the uh, St. Louis Cardinals fans who parked by us? Oh, and then yeah, they were Mark. like, they were like, don't do anything to our car, wink, and they walked by, and then we just piled all of our beer cans on their car. Yeah, that idiot the wearing a Mark McGuire jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Juice I man. always, like, that was the thing I wanted to bring up, because Chris White mentioned the cards. I was like, oh, God, Tom, should we talk about the time we put a pyramid of beer cans on a St. Louis fan's car before he walked in? I'm sure somebody peed on it, too. I mean, it was so, oh, yeah. I'm oh, not going to say it was the groom. For that bachelor party, but it might have uh, been the groom for that bachelor party. I don't know. He got pretty famous during the uh, the Eagles parade, so you know, <laughs> we might be able to mention his name. No, we can't. <laughs> we can't. He's in an algorithm. The FBI is going to get us. Uh, all right. So this Pilsner was crafted to embody the spirit of our fine city with multi-upfront aromas and a big bready nose throughout. This is a bread, this is a bread-filled episode. Carbo-loading? Yeah. So we're car. Yeah, this is a carbo-load episode. Um Giving a nod to the Philadelphia native baked delight. The additions of Saz hops, a bit of saltiness on the back end. I don't I don't mess with the back end. I'm straight as hell. <laughs> and a clean finish will have you saying, Give me another one of them, Jones. All right. Let's crack this. Let's bitch. crack it. Three, two, one. Shout out Levante. Yeah, shout um, out. Shout out. Levante has been a uh, longtime friend of the podcast. Uh, Jim Adams, aka Lord Levante himself, the Emperor, aka owner of the internet. Yeah. You order in that big sloppy hoagie at like 
10 o'clock at night on the Wawa app, Jim knows. Yeah. Gotta get that cherry pepper spread. <laughs> cherry pepper spread makes the hoog. Oh, you mean you mean hoagie spread? It's just hoagie spread. Yeah, it's cherry pepper spread, bro. Slauncha or cheers, whatever. I ain't no queer. <laughs> the Delco runs deep in you, my son. Ah, oh, that is perfect, Dave. I am so glad you made it on the podcast. Yeah, you can take the guy out of Delco, <laughs> but you can't take Delco out of the boy. Oh, uh, guys, make sure uh, June eleventh is the. Uh, Brewers and PA homebrew competition. Uh, it's going to be at Free Will in Perkasie, Pennsylvania. Our boy Dave, <laughs> burr, 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 burr. our boy Dave and Volstead Brewing are going to be pouring some homebrew there. So make sure you stop by and say what's up to Dave. <clears throat> Drink some of those beers. What do you think of this one, Dan? I can't keep doing the accent. It's going to make my head hurt. I know. I just got to my first sip because I was so happy that Dave made it on. <laughs> I've never had a Pilsner taste like a Gosa before. Yeah, it's definitely, it's got the salt in it, which is nice. It's um, interesting. Yeah, it's like, it's Pilsner, it's uh, it's it's the perfect, uh, like, it's a weird mullet. It's like Pilsner in the front and Gosa in the back. It's, um, it's a pretzel. It's a liquid pretzel. Yeah, with the malty, uh, with the, malt, the malt build on this. Super it's, bready. Super bready, yes, definitely. Mm. And... The finish, I, I was like, how much salt are you guys really going to put in this? Just enough to make sure you know it's a pretzel. <laughs> you know, the stuff they put in bowls at a bar to make you want more beer? Yeah, this, this is a beer that you drink yeah. that makes you more thirsty. Why have I drank 15 Philly Twists? <laughs> I'm still thirsty. Mm. I really like it. I like it a lot, too. Yeah. Um, I will say, um, I want to explore more pretzel style beers now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to kill that uh screen chair. Oh, am I doing it? Yeah. Um yeah, I I, I was uh <clears throat> I was very curious about what they were gonna do with the the malt bill <clears throat> and the salt. And how much salt was actually gonna be there and how how much it was going to come through. And I think it's, uh, I think it's, a, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Come on, on, man. Just, there's a lot bashing around in my stomach just, right now. Just, just out the side, man. It's not what the listeners want. The, uh, let me tell you how, uh, impressed I am with the, uh, level of foam that you're catching on that tiny little mustache of yours. It makes me wish it makes me wish I could grow a tiny little mustache like that. <laughs> You've got like a great used car salesman mustache going. You like that? Oh uh, yeah. You're about to give me a terrible interest rate on a <laughs> Honda Accord. All uh it, nobody's denied here. <laughs> nobody's denied here. Sure you're gonna be paying thirty eight point nine percent, but <laughs> you know, we'll get you approved. Yeah. Your mustache says you're already approved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got my car loan through Rick's Car Loan Company, yeah. <laughs> LLC. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, this is, um, it's exactly as it's described. So, I mean, this is a very malt heavy Pilsner. Um, floral notes, very subtle. It's 
the malt is playing the uh yeah the sauce is deep in the background deep in the background very subtle floral um you're getting taken over by the breadiness and the salt factor Mm -hmm. it's a very unique pilsner but still hits all the notes of a pilsner light body uh crisp on the back end um malt character and everything i mean it's really hard to pinpoint the exact style of pilsner like you know i mean pilsner i assume german it has to be yeah exactly i I assume i could be wrong bavarian (laughs) 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 but it's got you know it's got a great malt backbone and that's the salt is very unique to this Mm -hmm. like it makes it taste different from any other Pilsner we've ever had on the podcast. And it's exactly what they were trying to do with this beer. I want to rim. I want to line this rim with spicy brown mustard. You started it with like, I want to rim. And I was like, wait, (laughs) I'm going to rim this glass with some spicy brown mustard. I don't want to be in the room for that. (laughs) Yeah. This is a, this is a perfect Phillies beer. Yeah, I would say this is that's Philly right there. This is a great beer to kick back. You just you mowed the lawn, you did you done your yard work. It's like one thirty on a on a weekend, so you're getting a nice a nice afternoon Phil's game. Sit back, turn on the radio, the radio, and uh <laughs> kick back a couple of these while you listen to the Phil's game. All right. So uh great point. A follow-up question. Is this a, quote, A, lawnmower beer, or B, post-mow lawn? Post-mow lawn. Post-mow lawn, definitely. Yeah. This is definitely falls into the post-mow lawn category. Um, I think it's a, I think the salt and the breadiness. Are a little bit. It adds a heaviness. Dense. It's yeah. a little more dense, yeah. So this is a more post-mow lawn. This is. Yeah. I this is a beer after I have my lawnmower beer. Yeah, I don't. I don't want a. Uh, I don't want a salty beer while I'm cooking in the sun, riding <laughs> around on my lawnmower. And you are fair skinned, my child. You are cooking. <laughs> I might be darker than you at this point. I don't know, man. I mean, what? I got dude. Yeah, I was out all weekend. I was out in the sun I all weekend. All, I was out there too. Though. I was. I was. I was out there. I was. Tr- I was <laughs> trying to hit the melanoma high score. <laughs> you're in your garage listening to tool just telling me how badass it was <laughs> oh that was my pooling that was my pooling jam dude all i could think about was like you being like oh i'm in the garage listening to like what were you listening to uh what was the was station 40, 42 oh turbo turbo you were like i'm listening to turbo in the garage i'm like oh dude he's getting a shine on right now <laughs> man i got i got a shine down yeah, you did. <laughs> Definitely got to shine down. Yeah. Turbo and for you for you uh old school listeners for the year of the uh the butt rock. Turbo was a must. And you know, Turbo hit different this weekend. They were on their I will A-game. say year of the butt rock was like your time to shine. Like you really like I I was thinking as I was driving, so I'm on the riding mower. I'm listening to Turbo. The chick on Turbo did an interview with Corn while I was doing that, and she was talking to them, and they were playing, you know, Corn deep cuts. Oh, and I'm like, I'm riding, I'm like, yo, low key, like as a joke, I was like, oh yeah, you know, Corn butt rock, this is great. 
I'm like, I actually like corn. Oh, corn is great. Yeah. Like, I have like the corn essentials on Apple Music now. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all in. I'm all like, Come I'm, on. tell me you haven't punched drywall to ball tongue yet. Come on. Dude, <laughs> all of the all, turbo is just, uh, <laughs> man, it is an absolute smacker. I mean, yeah, Buck Cherry, uh, Crazy Bitch came on, and I was like, this is, you know, this is dumb as hell, but I'm going to sing it. You're singing it, rocking out. Yeah. Your wife's yelling at you. <laughs> yeah. I'm a crazy bitch. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, that hit different. Uh, riding around the on the mower. It's, it's funny because... Uh, you know, a, an influence for our podcast, uh, a little big BTS action, the bonfire, uh, big J bonfire was fire context. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need that sound drop. The, uh, the music, um, big J talked about, you know, turbo being like a great channel. And it, 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 I was like, it is a good channel for what it is. And he's like, they were, they talked about it recently. Like what, why do they call it turbo? It's because it's supposed to be made for, like, working out. Oh, okay, yeah. I can see that. Like, it's supposed to get you, like, jacked up. And I was like, man, it definitely put a little lead in my pencil while I was uh, driving around the did lawnmower. You, uh, did you hear his Deftones impression on Legion of Skanks? Oh, <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Goddamn, it was so good. <laughs> I was, oh, man. We digress. No, but, we digress yeah. hard. But uh, coming back to this beer, would you call this the... The corn of Philadelphia beers. <laughs> That's high regard. That's high regard. I mean, I, I feel like this beer embodies Philadelphia. Like, this is a Philadelphia beer. Yeah. What other beers would you say embody Philadelphia more than this beer? I have one. Cream Ale. Which one? <sighs> Buck Naked when Hannah was brewing it. Okay. Kenzinger. Mm. Schmidt. <laughs> well, this is this is Schmidt. Add a little salt. German yeah. Pilsner. Add a little salt. Von C. Von C's Pilsner. It's an OG Pils. Yeah. OG I would Pils. say like that is a. It's almost new school meets old school. But like, what is a. And like so many, and we've seen it, so many InBev breweries have tried to be like official beer of the Phillies, official beer of this. Like, well, it's because they can pay the most. I mean, I, and we're also approaching this from like a sports standpoint too. Like, you know, oh, you know, baseball game, cracking into a soft pretzel beer right here. Like, what were we drinking before this at like Citizens Bank at Miller Lite? Okay. Miller Lite mostly. I was drinking Sly Fox, to be honest. Like at court, like in the stadium. In the stadium, Sly Fox. Like back in the day, before a lot of other craft breweries got in there. I mean, like Sly Fox. They had the, the Victory only... Beer. They have the Victory Beer Garden. Like I'd hit that up, but like mostly, like if you're sitting in the seat, and a guy's coming around, whatever Miller Lite, yeah, Miller Lite, whatever they got. Yeah, I walked up to the little stand and got Sly Fox. Like Sly Fox was like the 
the only other one that was like out there. Like when you're looking at those Pennsylvania beers, like there wasn't one that like really screamed Philadelphia for me. Like you said, you you went right to Miller Lite. Like that doesn't scream Philadelphia as well, much. No, as you, but no, but it's like it's a common beer, and that's what they got in the yellow, the little yellow bin that they carry yeah. around. But I feel like this beer actually speaks to like, yeah, hundred percent. This is Philadelphia. Yeah, like before we were like. You know, we were lost. We were just like, I'll take that. I'll take yeah. whatever. I'll take whatever's in that bin, man. Just drop well, you, it in there. Yeah, you got to look at like, I mean, like the Eagles are rocking some two locals. <laughs> um, I uh, actually, the only Phillies game I've gone to this year, I had Levante. Hmm. I went to, they had like a little beer stand and I was like, what do you guys got? They're like, we have this, this, this. And I went, I was like, whole wall of levante and i went fuck yeah let's let's do a little levante action yeah here. here's a cloudy and cumbersome 1950 please ah dude it was great because i was like a pretty good distance away from my seats um you know i had a you know i had a box you know no big deal but uh <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy a box oh i didn't <laughs> but I I, uh, I gave the girl an extra tip to not crack the can for me. <laughs> Wait, you 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 were in a box and you bought beer outside of the box? Yeah, I mean, I drank all the Yingling that was there, and all that was left was like Miller Lite and oh. like Coors. So yeah. was, how much pee came out of your butt the next day? Uh, I mean, I drank I drank the Yingling and that was fine, and it was great because I I was talking to somebody and they were like, oh, I heard you're into craft beer. And I was like, how's that Yingling tree? And I was like, treat me great, but it's the last one. He's like. Yeah, they're not coming back anymore today. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I paid a little extra to like have this girl not crack cans of like Levante. I'm like, hey, I've got like a distance to walk. If I give you like an extra ten dollars, can you not crack those cans? So just give them to me. You paid an extra ten dollars <laughs> to not crack them? It was six cloudy and cumbersome. That was her tip for six of those. <laughs> All right, that's fine as a tip, but like <laughs> You're telling her to like do less work. Yeah. But, Can you do less work? But she's also like in trouble if she doesn't crack them. Really? Yeah. You have to crack. It's yeah. It's by law. I, I know. I I have to crack every can that I do. That's what n- Quaker shit is that? It's uh open can like it's distribution versus like open canister like. Basically, she could just like take those beers and take them home kind of thing like oh i could just package these and take them home and then yeah it's... but she's handing them to you i know but they're not open so i can just per- uh, people can just put them in their purse and take them home which so is what li- they you made the purchase they're yours they have a liquor you li- what you want they have a liquor license for consumption there not for packaging and resale sorry tom is <laughs> this transaction doesn't make any sense i paid for them I'll do what I want with them. <laughs> I know. Don't touch them. But you're paying. Don't ruin your nails. I know you All just right. got them did. All right. Go go to a brewery and be like, don't crack the can. Because they're just going to be like, no, I have to. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try that. I'm going to go to a brewery and be like, yo, don't crack that can. I'm going to crack it when I get back out there. They won't. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my cargo shorts. Yeah. I'm paying you for it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry what I'm doing. Exactly. And, I mean, if you're going to dress like South Philly Venom, they're going to be like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, but I got cargo <laughs> shorts on. Bro. <laughs> and they're the zip-off kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We've done 
so much that isn't even on our list. I know. Um, all right. We, hour 40. Hour 40. Yeah. I think we did a... Uh, did we a did extra solid. time. We we did extra time for you ingrates. A solid episode, man. Solid yeah. episode. We, we did beer education. We did actual beer stuff. But we also talked about... 69.9, the nut. The nut <laughs> just came in hard. Uh, was it? it just came in. Go ahead, leave it. Came, it, it. What did it come in, Dan? It came in hard. Um, <laughs> what was the? Uh, what was the? Uh, what were we talking about? The uh, the come. Oh, uh, direct to come sumer. Yeah, there we go. Direct to come sumer. <laughs> Name of the podcast. I like that. It's appropriate. I know. It's probably it's going on the list. Yeah, just we have on four the list. names. Jesus. I know. I like direct to consumer. But uh, while he's typing that up, thank you guys for staying on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, the stream has been lit tonight, so that was a ton of fun. Um, guys, we're going to be dropping this uh, episode tomorrow, so be on the lookout for the audio. Yeah, South Philly Venom came back. South Philly Venom came been back. A, it's he been came a while. Yeah, it's, yo, it's been a while for you guys. Uh, for you. Uh, so... You know, don't get used to it. It's going to get hot. I can't keep wearing this thing. So, uh... I feel like you have to find a new, <clears throat> um, a summertime South Philly, uh, get up. Hmm. Like a white t-shirt and maybe get, like, one of those cheap gold chains or something. Something like, you have to go, like, South Philly summer now. You've hmm. never gone South Philly summer. <sighs> South Philly summer. Oh, hashtag South Philly summer. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm just going to get, I'm going to take one of my white teeth. I have, yeah, I have a whole, <laughs> I have a whole section of my wardrobe dedicated to white tees. Yeah, you got the ones that hug you so you can put it on like a button up and yeah. you have the ones that are just sagging. Yep. Yeah, same. I got V-necks, I got crew necks, I got everything. <laughs> I got all the options. He's got all the necks, guys. <laughs> I need um, to go, I need to go get a Primo hoagie and I need to rub it on one of them. Oh, get that dude. grease. You have to go South Philly summer. All right. All right. South Philly summer. The symbiote has to evolve. And while that symbiote is evolving, guys, remember to subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. Thank you guys for hanging on to the uh, podcast while we talk. Um, guys, follow the podcast on all podcast platforms. Yep. Apparently, if on the algorithm you follow, unfollow, follow, unfollow, follow, unfollow, and Tom? Follow, unfollow. Exactly. It makes us show up better, so just yeah. just keep doing it, guys. Guys, you you will literally rage against the machine. Yeah, we don't get any of the notifications that you dropped us or added us, dropped us or added us. So you're not hindering us in any way. Just Ooh, keep hinder doing lips it. of an angel. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> guys, um, just make sure you're following us, unfollowing us, and following us multiple times. Um, rating us, Tom. Five, yo, five star party, yo. That's two hands. That's ten star party. Five star. Five star party. Just one one <laughs> hand at a time. I got one hand up and one hand on my junk. Five I'm be, I'm being direct to consumer right now. There you go. Five <laughs> star, five star party, guys. Uh, make sure you guys are giving us a five star rating. Uh, comments are where you can get real creative. Uh, send us a nice scathing review. Uh, tell us how much you love us. Uh, tell us how much you want South Philly Venom to evolve into South Philly Summer Venom. Um, that's what we want. Um, and also, on all of our social media, give us a follow. Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P-O-D. 
Oh shit, first one of the night, yo. Hell yeah, guys. Um, also, send us an email. We've been getting some great emails. We, we've got we've got a brewer coming up next episode. Hell yeah. We might have another brewer coming up the following episode. Hell yeah. Uh, so, guys, we have brewers that want to come on. So, hey, you guys don't have to listen to us uh, back and forth anymore. We'll actually have a third party here. So, uh, guys. Oh. <laughs> yeah, these have been the best episodes we've done they've, in a while. They've been awesome. Yeah. If you guys don't like it. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Stop listening. They've been tons of fun. Yeah. But actually, we've been having a lot of interaction with these. And I just want to say I appreciate each and every one of you that have been listening to us um, from across the state. We um, are we are a direct-to-consumer <laughs> podcast. We are. We are. Yeah, we're, we're trying to distribute. We've got two donors that we have to distribute to. So yeah. we're going to be uh, we're going to be a little bit more. Uh, self-distro soon but (laughs) but guys thank you very much (laughs) oh i'm so glad you're still on (laughs) jen keep talking dirty to us (laughs) which which is great but guys our email address is the same as our social media it's best best friends pod at gmail.com that's best best friends p-o-d i gotta say i was driving home and listening to a turbo and this came on and yo, I was punching the roof of the car. Yo, this Do was it. this one hit hard. <laughs> Just like doom, 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 doom. Uh, Tom's edible and alcohol has kicked in hardcore. <laughs> it's comboed. It's comboed. Sixty-nine nine in the <laughs> It's a compilation. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a, it's a compilation. Yeah, I've got a compilation inside of me. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, guys. But thank you for joining on the stream. Uh, Make sure you check our link in our bio. Twitch.tv. Guys, we're going to be doing maybe, maybe doing, we've we've talked about it. I like two out of three ideas. We'll talk about it when we get out of three. I thought thought they were all three. I'm going to punch a microphone tonight, guys. (laughs) Um, Yes. Yes. 69. <laughs> turn your dials to 69.9 the nut. Um, uh, the after party is where it real gets, yeah. it gets rowdy. <laughs> we could do an after We should we'll, do we'll an after party that's not on social media, though. We'll talk about it. We'll um, talk about it. All right. Uh, yeah, Twitch. Uh, I, I think we're going to do a couple uh, Twitch-only streams um, where we're going to do stuff... We're, guys, we're trying to we're we're trying to be able to uh, we're trying to we're trying to get uh, towards the I forget what path to affiliate. We're trying to be affiliates. Honestly, yep. we're just trying to make money without putting our feet on OnlyFans. <laughs> you have to watch out for the hard water. Hard water. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're we're gonna uh, do some more Twitch streams of not like necessarily craft beer stuff. We'll drink craft beer while we're, while we're doing it. Oh, totally. But uh, we got some ideas coming up. Um, I will post it on social media. But tune in, twitch.tv. Oh, we changed it. Thank God you we cha- changed it, it guys. It took a year for me to get this guy to change it. Twitch.tv slash Actually, best, almost best two friend. years. Twitch.tv slash best best friends pod. That's twitch.tv slash best best friends pod. We did it, guys. He did it. It's not podcast anymore. It's just pod. I don't know why he kept doing it. <laughs> I, 
just never logged on, and I <laughs> forgot our password. Um, so yeah, hop on. Um, we'll we'll put it out there. We're gonna do some stuff. Fast food rating that has to be tier. The fast food tier list has to be has to make your. Oh, is that the one? That's it, the one. That's the one. Yeah, we'll talk about it. There's so many tier lists. I'll show you the website. Don't worry. All right, Dan. we'll do it. It's all kosher. Um, but th- you know, we're gonna we'll do stuff like uh, we might play video games. What was the other one I had? I have to go back to my list. Yeah, I have reasons. I have reasons why this might suck, and I think I don't know what, that, what actually. To be honest, what is oh what really? And I don't know what that's in in context to. You send an eggplant, and then oh what really? Oh yeah, it came in. Uh, what were we talking about? The Maybe night. other streams. I don't know. Other streams. We'll get. We'll get there. Yeah. Oh All no, right. we have other brewers coming on though. Oh yes. Too, so yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, but uh, keep keep an eye out for uh, on our social media for uh, alerts for when we're doing Twitch only streams. Yeah, just get in those push notifications. Yeah. Apparently, I'm still following one of my buddies because he was trying to. The edible kicked in about an hour ago. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I kept it together. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I feel like I'm the puppet. Uh, I'm the puppeteer right now. I'm just like, yeah, just keep steering the ship, dog. <laughs> yeah, something in me just like kicks in. I'm like, yeah, just press some buttons. Uh, pressing buttons, guys. But hey, thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to uh, a lot st- of cum talk today. I know it's a ton. A lot of cum talk. Oh, man, I didn't want to bring it up. A lot, yeah. of cum, a lot of cum talk. Oh man, it's all right. People liked it. Jensen and eggplant. It's all good. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, I mean, Tom, you have your side off to do. Oh yeah, Dan. You know how I feel about you. I was always have. <laughs> I wasn't gonna let you go until you played it. Um, I need that gratification in my life. <laughs> I need that affirmation. <laughs> You're good enough, damn it, Dan. I, I forget what the uh, the Stuart Smalley thing was. Was it? You're good enough. You're strong enough, and you're. Gosh dang it, people like you. Ah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. It's not goodbye forever. It's just. All right, everybody. Tune in next week. Iron Hill? Iron Hill? Yeah, we got Iron Hill on next week. Iron Iron Hill. Iron Hill. All right. Uh, Best Best Friends Podcast, episode 116? Yep. We out. See you.